The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with an innovator who is an ER doctor and an avid telemedicine user. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Dr. Kevin Bice, as I said, ER doctor and an advisor to TouchCare. Dr. Bice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today. Thanks for making the time today. We really appreciate it. Before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me on the show. It's a privilege, and I'm familiar with your broadcast, and you have a lot of great information to share with the public. I'm an emergency medicine doctor with dual appointment in geriatrics, and I work in North Carolina as the vice chair of emergency medicine at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I'm about 10 years out in practice. I trained up in Boston and did my residency up there, and then I've been working down here for the last 10 years teaching and writing and taking care of patients in the emergency department. My primary passion is really in improving care for older adults and other vulnerable patient populations and figuring out ways to make sure they don't fall into the cracks and sometimes the chasms in our healthcare system. My recent passion and dedication for mobile health has been out of that concern and looking for ways to make sure we stay connected with our patients and that when they leave the emergency department, that they know what they're supposed to do, what medications they're supposed to take, who they're supposed to go see, and that we can take better care of them. And so I am an ER doc that uses mobile health to take better care of my patients, in particular, my older patients. Outstanding. Thanks for that great overview. Could you take a couple of minutes and provide our audience with a 10,000-foot overview of touch care? Yeah. So touch care is it's sort of mobile health version 2.0. Telemedicine has been around for 20 or so years, and Telemedicine, the concept of telemedicine makes a lot of sense. The idea is that we have pockets of highly concentrated medical resources in this country. Where I live in the Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, you've got UNC and Duke and Wake Med and lots of great healthcare facilities with pediatric neurosurgeons and geriatric emergency medicine doctors and everything else under the sun. And yet you go to most parts of our state and those kind of specialists just aren't to be found. And so telemedicine has been around for 20 years with the idea being, geez, can we connect these pockets of wealth of information to the population where the needs are, but the distance to travel is great. And for the last 20 years, that's been done mostly using big mainframe computers and pushing in big systems into hospital rooms. And, and the reality is now most of us have the technological capability to connect with anyone, anywhere, anytime. My mother reads children's books to her grandchildren, my children, from seven states away over FaceTime at night. We've got the technology in our pockets to connect, but what we don't have is the systems that allow us to do that. Mobile health version 1.0 is really a lot of services that are out there that allow you to talk to other doctors that don't know you and get simple problems addressed. 
sinusitis or constipation or otitis media. And maybe they're calling a doctor in Iowa or Idaho or some other state that is licensed in all 50 states and will give you a prescription for something. And and I have some concerns about that as a physician, but I, I get why the population really needs to have access to health care, and health care can be hard to access. Touch care is mobile health using the devices that most of the population already has access to, smartphones, et cetera, tablets, in a way that allows doctors to connect with their own patients and healthcare systems to network within their own system so that the doctors that you connect to via mobile health have access to your medical records, can arrange for follow-up, and make sure you're taken care of appropriately. This lets us provide better care than version 1.0 with doctors that don't know you and also make sure that you can have the follow-up care that you need. And finally, it allows mobile health to benefit not just well people with simple problems, but more complicated patients with complicated medical histories and problems and get them in connection with their own doctor. So touch care is mobile health that allows doctors to take care of their own patients better. Perfect. What a great explanation. Why would a physician be interested in downloading and using touch care within their practice? Because the bottom line is our patients are using mobile health, whether the physicians are interested in using it or not, is comment number one. Our patients need access. I know from my own experience as a provider, as a doc, that it can be hard to get in to see your own doctor. And it's, it's as easy for me as it is for anyone in the country. It can be hard to get to see a doctor. It can be hard distance-wise. It can be hard time-wise. You call and say, can I talk with the rheumatologist? They're like, great, we'll see you in three months. And our patients are going to go where they feel they can get care. And the net result of that is urgent care centers around the country, sort of urgent care centers found in big chain stores like Walmart around the country, and now mobile health popping up. And so as a provider, as a doc, I want my patients to be able to see me or my partners when they've got a medical problem. I don't want them to go see a doc that doesn't know them at all. For both, frankly, for my practice's sustainability, if all my patients that have other choices go somewhere else, that's not going to work out for my practice. But more importantly, because I'm worried that if they don't talk to me, they're not going to be getting the care they deserve. They're going to be talking to somebody that doesn't know them, might give them a medication that doesn't go well with their other medications or advice that isn't really consistent with the care plan they should be on. Another great answer. This is really great. Why do you personally like using touch care? I like it because it's easy and fits into the way I live the rest of my life. I've had the privilege now of talking in many parts around the country of mobile health. When I'm sitting in front of a room, I say, okay, how many of you have a smartphone in your pocket? Most people raise their hand or their purse or whatever. Okay, great. How many of you use it to keep your calendar? Most hands stay up. How many of you use it to do your banking? Most hands stay up. How many of you use it to take care of your patients or get a hold of your doctors? And most people's hands go down, right? I like touch care because it's consistent with the way I live the rest of my life. In my case, I use an Apple device. It's on my iPhone, which is always with me. It's scheduled easy. It feels like FaceTime, except it's HIPAA secure. That's critical. And it works with a touch of a button. I'm a senior medical advisor for some startup touch care and other companies in the space of mobile health, but I'm not a technological wizard. And my motto is I've got to be able to use it or it doesn't work well enough. It's got to be simple, straightforward, and easy to use. Scheduling is also very important for me on touch care. Right now, the reality is, is that a lot of doctors, including myself, spend a lot of time trying to reach patients. We'll call them with lab results or check in to see how they're feeling. Well, touch care 
not only allows me to see the patient when I'm talking to them, which is critical, but also allows me to schedule that interaction so that instead of taking 15 minutes to track each other down through phone calls, one scheduled time takes three or four minutes, much more efficient. So, Dr. Bice, I want to make sure I understand one of the critical elements, I think, here. You are able to use touch care to facilitate interaction. It's interacting with the electronic medical record that you use regularly in your practice. Is that the case, or is touch care just providing the technology to reach the inpatient? How does that work? That is absolutely correct. Touch care does not replace my electronic medical record. What it does is allow me to see and talk with my patient just like I would if they were in front of me. And then I use my electronic medical record just like I would if they were in front of me. So, for example, I use EHR Epic, as do a lot of physicians in this country. And, and I have smart phrases in Epic for my mobile health conversations that I have over touch care. I talk with the patient, do my assessment, and then document in the chart just like I would if they were sitting in front of me. And the distinction here is there are telemedicine services and providers that are set up for patient convenience where there is no pre-established relationship with that patient. So if you have a runny nose, you may be able to pay forty nine ninety five for one of these services, but that doctor isn't going to have access to your medical record and won't know what medicines you're allergic to, what medicines don't work well for you, the fact that you had facial surgery three years ago, all these other things that you know about a patient. That's exactly right. Medicine, you know, the art of medicine is a relationship. It's a relationship between that patient and their provider, or at least certainly between that patient and someone who knows their medical history. The examples you point out are spot on, right? What if an older person calls in with symptoms of urinary discomfort and they're prescribed an appropriate medication and antibiotic, but the patient forgets to tell the doctor that doesn't know them that they're on Coumadin? Well, that medication is going to mess up their Coumadin and they're going to have high blood levels and be at risk for bad outcomes like bleeding. And so you got to know your patients. you got to know what medications they're on in order to take care of them right. I know because we've done it. You can get a prescription for azithromycin by simply calling a number and saying you have a sore throat in three minutes through some of these services. That's not good health care. And so TouchCare's motto, TouchCare's approach is let's give good doctors the tools they need to take better care of their patient. We're not trying to replace their doctor-patient relationship. We're not trying to siphon off the patients that can pay $49.99 for this encounter. Instead, we're trying to say to doctors, you're already taking good care of your patients, but maybe this tool will allow you to have one on-call person a night that can take these calls instead of having them go somewhere else, or set up a system where post-operatively, instead of driving three hours back to the hospital to look at the wound and hear it's okay, you can have that appointment over touch care and not have to put your patients through all that. Here's a tool to help you provide better, more efficient care. What are some of the ways that telemedicine enables both doctors and patients to save money and time? Great question. So the ways are numerous. One, as far as the patient is concerned, obviously the cost of health care for the patient depends heavily on health insurance and other considerations. But there are a lot of other costs to the patient of getting health care. I have three little children. When one of them is sick and needs to see their pediatrician, the cost to my family is significant in the sense that my wife's piling everybody up in the minivan, taking them all to the pediatrician, 
maybe going to get to school on time, maybe not. She just canceled her plans that morning, depending on my situation for that day. I may have canceled my plans for that day. The cost is significant. A patient has to drive four hours across the state to meet with a specialist to be told, you know what, actually, this doesn't need an operation. You're okay. That's good news. But that was a 10-hour day that patient just spent getting that five-minute piece of information. The costs are significant. Mobile health allows us to better connect needs and resources, and in so doing, can substantially decrease many of these costs to the patient of accessing healthcare. For the providers, it's similar. Changes from practice to practice, but the efficiencies of mobile health used well are significant. So you're a specialized surgeon. You're a back surgeon at UNC. You really don't want to spend your day seeing patients that have driven all day to see you to tell them that they don't need surgery. You want to have that conversation with that patient and possibly their primary care doctor in that doctor's office or in your patient's home via telemedicine in five minutes instead of having them drive across the state to tell you that. A couple things happen when they have to drive across the state and you give them that information. One, you have to pay a nurse to seek their vital sign. You have to have a building to host them in. You have to have a receptionist. So the overhead costs to go up substantially. Two, those encounters take longer. That patient just drove four hours to meet you. You better talk to them for a little while, right? Even if you can't help them exactly in the way that they wanted help. Mobile health allows us to save the patient and the doctor time and the physician overhead as well. The other ways that mobile health allows you to save time and money are similar, but you're running a primary care practice. We do this up in New York. And one doctor has on-call responsibilities every evening using touch care. The doctor can collect payment for each of those encounters, as is appropriate, can see the patients having access to their medical records and knowing that they themselves or their partner are the doctor for that patient, and can do so without increasing overhead. So they're already on call. They're already going to be taking calls, but now they can get paid for those calls and provide better care than if they didn't have the ability to see the patient. That's great. Absolutely. I believe all that... 100% and more. What are some of your particular favorite features of the TouchCare app? It's a great question. One, it's not really a feature, but it's just overall ease of use. Again, it's got to be stupid simple, if you'll forgive my language. I want to look at the screen and know what I'm supposed to push. And they've done that. They've done a good job with that. Two, the scheduling feature. I love the fact that if I want to, I often use it to follow up on my patients from the emergency department and I'll just be like, hey, what time, you know, can I talk to you at 2 o'clock tomorrow morning? 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And they're like, great. I can push two or three buttons. They get an email. They launch it. They're good to go. It's already on the calendar. We both get reminded. Super easy and fluid to use. And three, the new provider portal. So there's actually a function for the whole clinic where they can set up scheduling for the whole clinic. So I can hand it to our administrator and say, here, now you've got access to all the schedules. Touch care schedules integrate with our scheduling system. And we can slot people in for 10 o'clock noon, whenever it makes sense, so it allows a practice to use mobile health easily. In order for this to really work, mobile health has got to become a part of the way that that physician practice takes care of their patients, and the whole clinic portal allows that to occur. Perfect. What advice would you give to a physician practice that was considering telemedicine? What have you learned? What would you tell them? That's great. I'd say a couple of things. One, try it out. 
download Catch Care, for example. You get on the Apple Store, the App Store for Apple or the Android App Store, and download Touch Care. It's free to download. You can set up a profile and try it out on some patients that you feel comfortable seeing in this fashion. So don't try it out for the super complicated patient that you're just meeting for the first time. Try it out for the patient that sees you every two weeks to talk about their diabetes or that you are rechecking in on their cholesterol, you know, and just have a conversation with them. What will happen is that you'll say, wow, this worked and this is easy and they didn't have to drive to see me. And I was able to talk to them in a focused, maybe five, 10 minute interview sort of way that would not have been as efficient in the office. Do not ask all of your doctors in the practice to start using it at the exact same time. Instead, look for a few early adopters and have them try it out and see how it fits into the flow of taking care of patients. The challenge for implementing mobile health into your practice is not the idea that we should be seeing some patients over mobile health. I think most providers say, yeah, of course we should. There are interactions that I don't need to touch the patient or listen to their heart, et cetera. There are interactions where I do need to, so sometimes they need to come in and see me, but there are interactions where I don't. The challenge of implementing mobile health is working it into the practice flow, figuring out how to do it efficiently. So if you want to try it out, download the app. Have two or three of your partners download the app that are interested in it. Try it on five to ten patients that you've pre-selected, that you think their condition and their personality is going to be good fit for this. After you've done it 20, 25 times, you're going to say, ha-ha, I get it, and here's how we can roll it out in our practice. Perfect. What would you advise a patient that's nervous about using telemedicine? Well, first of all, I think our patients should get to choose how they want to interact with their doctor, right? So I don't think that they should ever feel forced to use telemedicine. But I think that it's wise to be cautious about new mediums of communicating with your physician, which is a very important encounter in your life to your patient. You put a lot of energy and time into being able to see that person, and you want that to happen right. So I would say this. I would say use telemedicine with doctors that you already know are their partners. Why? If you don't feel satisfied at the end of that exchange, you should be able to say, hey, can I come in and see you? I'm not sure that we really had a full conversation. And they should say yes. If you do that same thing with a doctor based in Iowa that's licensed in 50 states, obviously you can't come in and see them. So talk to a doctor you already know. See where mobile health or telemedicine works into your doctor-patient relationships, even as the patient. And use it as is appropriate. My guess is there'll be times that you get more comfortable that you're like, thank goodness. Instead of taking up my whole morning to see my pediatrician or my kid's pediatrician, it took 10 minutes. And that's fantastic. And if I was worried about it, I was able to set up a scheduled appointment to see him anyways. Dr. Bice, as we wind down the show here, before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about TouchCare? Thank you so much for asking. Well, two places. One is touchcare.com. It's a great website. has some great information. Patrick Nagel is our head of customer experiences there. He's a great guy to talk with, and they're happy to help. Two is feel free to email me. I'm a medical advisor for them. My full-time job is taking care of patients and figuring out better ways to take care of patients at the University of North Carolina. But I am fortunate enough to be able to help out TouchCare because I really like the way they're approaching patient care. They're trying to telemedicine the right way. My email is kbice, K-B-I-E-S-E, at touchcare.com. If you want to learn more about it, shoot me a line. and happy to help. Dr. Bice, it's great to have you. Thanks so much for stopping by and imparting your wisdom. It was my honor. I look forward to our next conversation and hope that healthcare can be a part of the solution of making sure that good docs have the right tools to 
take better care of their patients. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, and thank you. That wraps this broadcast on behalf of our guest, Dr. Kevin Bice. I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. Mm-hmm.